Welcome to... You're listening to The Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. going on everybody good morning welcome back to the wrestling takeover podcast i'm your host jordan turner and today is the first episode of the casual conversations and i'm joined by a good friend of mine uh raj gary of wrestling inc what's going on man how are you i'm doing good i'm doing good uh, a lot of wrestling stuff man that uh happened last night um a lot of things going on in the pro wrestling world um Let's let's jump right into it. Uh, let's start with uh, Mercedes Monet, uh, formerly known as Sasha Banks. Um, what was your first uh, opinions on uh, her debut, how she debuted, and um, your overall thoughts on New Japan Pro Wrestling? Um, I thought you know I thought she looked great. Um, you know I think some people were expecting a, a bigger reaction, but that's just new Japan crowds in general, even before the pandemic. I mean, right now, you know, there are sections of that arena where you can't cheer and there are like cheer, you know, uh, free sections. And so, you know, just in general, new Japan crowds are, are more reserved. So you're not going to get that kind of like a Royal rumble surprise, that kind of reaction. So I thought the reaction was to be expected from the crowd. Um, actually looked great. Uh, there was, there was that miscommunication they had on that, that move, which I think kind of seemed like that might've been more on Kyrie's end, but regardless, um, you know, I thought it was good. I thought her promo was a little one dimensional. I think she's a really great talker. So I was kind of hoping for a bit more, but it's just her first appearance. So, um, you know, it was one of the, the most talked about thing coming out of that show, even though you had that, you know, amazing Kenny Omega, Will Ospreay match. Yeah, uh, I rewatched the Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay match. I think like five times already. It was uh, it was definitely really good. Um, piggybacking off what you said about uh, Mercedes Monet, um, that's how we have to go as or as. Um, I agree with you. Um, I did watch the clip of Kyrie Sane in that move. I kind of felt that was miscommunication by Kyrie Sane. Um, I don't understand why people are you know jumping down Mercedes Monet's throat for that move. Uh, just miscommunication. That's all it was. Um, I love the new entrance theme uh, that she had. I thought that was great. The presentation was perfect. Um, now, I know that she's going to be competing against Kyrie Sane um, in San Jose uh, for the title. I do believe, big prediction, I, I see Mercedes Monet winning the title. Uh, excuse me. And uh, I think that's going to be a great match. Now, I know that you've been well documenting this. Uh, <laughs> Sasha Banks thing, man. Uh, why was everyone jumping down your throat about the report? Because uh, I, I consider you really reliable and a real good, I would say, leader in the community. So everything that you put out is is should be really taken as as serious. And so when you put out that Sasha Banks uh, post uh, regarding what's going on with her, I absolutely one hundred percent. I would say agree with you, and I kind of knew this was going to happen, but why was everyone jumping down your throat when you first uh, posted it on Twitter? Well, I think uh, the big reason was people didn't want it to be true. <laughs> you know? Right. right. Um, 
you know, she has a she has a great fan base, and uh, you know, there's a lot of people that don't want her to see, so they immediately, you know, kill the messenger. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I reported, you know, in the summer, and, and it was one of those weird stories because it's it was hard to get people to talk about it. It's it, you know, it's right. You know, so I was lucky to get confirmation on it, but uh, outside of that. It, 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 it's been really hard to get people to talk much about it. Everyone's really tight lipped WWE, you know, a lot of the top guys there, they wouldn't, you know, uh, conform or deny. And, uh, so it, it was a tough one, but, um, and it was one that I was really the only one for, for months. Yeah. Some other people that said that it's true, but, um, but yes. Uh, and it wasn't until, I mean, even Sean lost that. It wasn't until like a week, week or two ago, where he was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. That's what happened." We were able to confirm it, and um, yeah, and uh, you know, here she is. So yeah, she looks, she looks great, fantastic. Um, do you see? <laughs> you know, last night you, I, I know you watched AEW. Uh, so did I. Um, the Britt Baker promo. I mean. I know that they had Tony Storm. You know, I know that she is going to be the partner of Soraya. Um, but let, let's be real. I mean, everybody and their mother wants it to be Mercedes Monet next week. Um, I don't know how they're going to do it. Maybe they do have uh, the tag team match, but I could still see Mercedes Monet just even appearing. She might not compete in the match, but I could still see her appearing next week. Do you think that's a real possibility or? Are we just blowing smoke? I mean, that was kind of what I assumed, uh, and I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't gotten anything confirmed. I know there's people I've spoken to that, you know, have, they didn't know, but they think it's Mercedes Monet. Uh, this was just uh, several days ago, but um, you know, Dave Meltzer, he was on Wrestling Observer Radio last night. He seemed to indicate strongly that it's not her, and that she's probably not going to AEW, and. Um, you know, the fact that he came at it pretty strong, I'm sure there's something there. So, um, yeah. So now I, I gotta say, I, I'm almost leaning towards no, that she's not going to be going. Yeah. On I, that report. I, I heard that too. Uh, I kind of chuckled a little bit at it. Cause like you said, he really sounded like serious. Like he wasn't joking. And I know Dave Meltzer has a, you know, majority of fans have a track record, uh, from him about his uh the way he perceives things the way he kind of dances around things you know i kind of i wish he could just give us a real answer but i know that he can't um but the Britt baker thing to me i mean why would they have her say that if it's not going to be mercedes monet because you know last week um I, I tweeted something out regarding if it's not mercedes just announce that a partner if it's not going to be Mercedes because if you just tag this along and then we get to January 11th and then it ends up not being her people are going to be pissed off and so I give Tony Khan credit in announcing um, a participant to tag with Soraya and it looks like it's going to be Tony Storm I do think they are going to go along with this match I think it's going to happen and you know we just gotta you know just be happy that she's doing what she's loving to do New Japan Pro Wrestling. She's going to face Kyrie saying it's going to be great. Um, and I just don't want the fans to be let down by next week because there are some fans that are still believing that it's going to be her. 
that she will be appearing one way or another on next week's show. Yeah, and look, I, I mentioned the same thing about uh, Britt dropping that boss line. It kind of reminded me of when Darby dropped the uh, the best in the world line, you know, before Punk came in. Right. But then, by they kind of killed it. Um, you know, it was a, a half an hour later, whenever that Soraya promo was, uh, by her announcing Tony Storm. Because yeah, I'm sure there are so, you know, a lot of fans that. Uh, Still think maybe it's an angle that ends up leading to Mercedes coming in on that episode, but by doing that, it kind of it, it dropped a lot of the speculation and the buzz. And I think if it was going to be Mercedes, I don't think you you do that. Um, you know, I, I right. think you let the speculation go. You you get that buzz. It helps ticket sales. And so, from a business aspect, you know, you kill you you, you build that buzz going into the show, which helps your waiting. So. I wouldn't, uh, it doesn't make sense to me for them to announce Tony if it is going to be Mercedes, um, just for, just to fool, you know, a, a percentage of the, the fan base. So, um, yeah, you know, it, you know, going back to Dave's reporting, uh, what he mentioned on his, his podcast, if she doesn't want to sign a, uh, a long-term deal with AEW, well, then it doesn't really make sense for AEW to bring her in short time. Because right. I, I kind of feel like if she came in, to kind of steal the spotlight and then to just be gone, I don't think it really benefits them out of, outside of maybe, you know, some good ratings or, or higher than usual ratings for, for a little bit. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing, Raj. Um, if Mercedes Monet is going to come in, you know, she should come in full time. And if she, you know, turns out to just, maybe a pair for one night or maybe for a few dates. That's cool. You know, um, but if she is, let's, let's just hypothetically say she is coming in full time. I think this is going to be on the bigger level than when CM Punk came in. Um, that's just my opinion, but that's just speculation on my behalf. If she's going to come in full time. Now I've always had this opinion that, um, and I want to get your thoughts on it, that, um, I feel like maybe Triple H probably talked to her and said, you know, listen, you want to go do whatever you got to do, go to New Japan, go to do whatever you got to do. You know, I'll let you do that. Uh, but then, you know, maybe come back to WWE and then you could be in the Royal Rumble, which I have always had this opinion and this mindset that she's going to go do whatever she's got to do in New Japan. It's not a full time thing. She's just going to do some dates or whatever. And then she's going to come back home to WWE enter the women's Royal rumble and then be on the road to WrestleMania. What do you say about that? Um, well, the first thing, the CM Punk thing, I, I, I don't agree with that just because he did have such a big impact on their business short term. Like right. right you know, when he first came in, yeah. uh, the pay-per-view before, uh, to the, to all out that one he was on was an 87% jump. So I mean, it, was, it was a huge deal. Um, you know, look, they, I mean, I think it's all speculation on, on Mercedes, but um, could I see uh, the new regime being more um, accepting of her going out and doing Japan for a bit and then just coming back and resigning? Uh, absolutely. And, um, you know, I, I just think, um, I personally think the most money she would make would be in WWE. I agree. Um, if they're, you know, if she's willing to take that or if she's willing to take a smaller deal with AEW, but she's, you know, she'll be pushed as the top star 
more. Um, you know, I, I just don't know. It's all speculation, but it's, it's all kind of what, you know, what's in her head, but it's clear, you know, uh, New Japan's not going to be able to pair as much as WWE did, but she's going, you know, she's over there. So, um, it's clear that she wants to do some stuff that she's wanted to do for a while. Uh, she got to appear in the Tokyo Dome. Um, you know, she's going to be wrestling Kyrie. So I think she's, uh, she's just getting that opportunity to go out there and, and, and take some stuff off her bucket list and then, you know, make, you know, for the, the rest of her future. Yeah. I, I want to ask you this one question about Mercedes real quick, and then we'll get into WrestleMania and Royal Rumble. Um, I know you heard the report that um, WWE, I don't know if this is true, but um, I know that you heard this as well, that WWE didn't want to pay Sasha Banks um, on the same level of Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. Uh, they considered that Mercedes uh, peaked at the age of 30. Um, I laughed on that. I'm a big Sasha Banks fan, but outside of that, I don't think she's peaked. Um, I think she's, in my opinion, one of the best female wrestlers on the planet all time, in my estimation. Um, I kind of find that as a little disrespectful to what she's brought to the table in the women's evolution, WWE, that she's peaked. But Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair haven't peaked. I, I, I kind of take that as disrespect. What do you feel about that and that report? Um, I, I just think with how much interest she's generated, I mean, it's, I don't, I think it shows that she has peaked. And I think if she comes back and is pushed to the level uh, that fans see her at, I think she, she'd kill it. I almost feel like even though she was in the main event of night one at WrestleMania, um, she never had that sustained push as the top female star like that, that Becky had or Charlotte Flair had. And, you know, I'd like to really see her, then give her the ball and, and see, you know, what she can do with it. But, you know, I, I think you look at what she's done when she is given the ball. And, you know, her massive Bianca, in my opinion, was the highlight of the two nights of WrestleMania. Right. So, um, so yeah, I, I just think uh, whether it's disrespectful or not, yeah, you can't deny that Becky, you know, uh, really a couple of years ago was huge. I mean, Oh, you, definitely. You, yeah, I agree. Totally. Roman Reigns. Yeah. Uh, or at that period. Um, so, you know, so, you know, it, it, it's hard to say, but, you know, I'd like to see her get that real opportunity and, and see what she can do. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's move on to, uh, from Mercedes Monday. Let's talk about, uh, the Royal Rumble, man, because, Ooh, I know you've been seeing it on social media, man. Everyone wants Rhea Ripley and Cody Rhodes. Um, I, I'm in the same boat. Um, Speaking of Rhea Ripley, let's talk about her first. Um, I think she's the quintessential winner, in my opinion. I think Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair should be the go match for WrestleMania and the Raw Women's Championship. I know that they teased it uh, a couple months ago backstage uh, when both women were staring at each other. Um, I don't think it should happen at the Royal Rumble. I think uh, that match should be saved for WrestleMania. What do you say? about that and those people that believe that Rhea Ripley should be the winner? Um, I guess it just depends because you, you, you kind of have Rhea entering that top pool now, or she might already be there. She's been pushed really well uh, 
Yeah. Uh, she's been super effective, just great in her role. And I think she's in that, that, that Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, uh, Charlotte Flair uh, realm or close to it as far as star power goes. So I, I think her winning uh, would be great. But, um, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I was fantasy booking on Twitter a little bit, and I'm like, I would be kind of see it kind of cool to see Rhea Ripley versus Ronda Rousey at Mania, and then you have Rhea Ripley as destroyer, like uh, Brock Lesnar did to John Cena at SummerSlam. That would be a sight uh, to see, Raj. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I think, and, and you don't need the title on the line for that. So uh, you could have the Raw Women's Title and the the, the SmackDown Women's Title, and um, and then and then that and those are three huge matches right off the bat. And um, so you know, I I I kind of like to see that. Um, I think Charlotte versus Bianca, I think, is kind of a fresh match that you know hasn't been done on pay per view. So I think that'd be really great. As well, um, and then you know if if they are able to get Sasha back, you know Sasha versus Becky or or you know something along that level, you know, along that level, but. There's so many, and there's so many ways you could pick and pick and choose those feuds. But I yeah. definitely think Rhea in a big match at Mania is the way to go. Yeah, I, I, um, before all this with Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet, uh, WrestleMania's match to me for her uh, was a match with Trish Stratus. Um, it's in LA. They've been wanting it for a while. I just thought that that type of match at WrestleMania in that big stage um, to me is kind of. I wouldn't say on the same level as a world title, but somewhat to that extent to me. Um, and then I would have went with Rhea Ripley and Bianca, but Charlotte winning the title really kind of throws a wrench in plans. Um, what's your opinion on Charlotte winning the title? Um, because people have, uh, I would say have a misconception with me about Charlotte Flair. So uh, I want to kind of throw it out there to everybody right now and, since you're on here, I don't hate Charlotte Flair. I don't hate Ashley Flair. I never criticize the person um, outside of the character. My my main concerns and my main opinions on the characters are what I see on TV. My opinions are all on based on what I see on weekly TV. My problem with Charlotte Flair winning, I like it because I feel Ronda Rousey really wasn't doing anything with that title. Um... I think we all have the same sentiment. I don't know how you feel about it, but my opinion is she didn't do jack shit with the title. And so having it be on Charlotte, it's better than having it be on Ronda Rousey. But also it's just the way that Charlotte Flair came out and just won the title um, kind of threw me off a little bit. I, I, I did not agree with it. Um, I feel that Charlotte Flair always has to be in title matches. Um, and it seems like they really struggle with Charlotte Flair's booking in regards to if she's not in the world title scene, they, they struggle to book her. And that's my standpoint on her throughout her entire career. She's really good at what she does. My, that's not my problem with her. My problem is the way that they are booking uh, Charlotte Flair. Uh, what do you say about that? Oh, look, I, I'm, I'm a Charlotte Flair fan. I feel like she she's, you know, kind of figured out as she figured it out as far as carrying herself as a star you know, and her matches are, are already really good and, and, and she just has it. So, uh, you know, I, I, what they did on SmackDown, it's not like some unknown came and, and won the title. You know, right. It's right. Established. So, yeah. Um, I, I saw some people upset about it and, you know, I could, uh, 
I don't know. I, I felt like the SmackDown women's side, I felt like it needed a jolt because, kind of as you said, Ronda Rousey, I, I don't feel like has been, um, has lifted that division this past year. She, I, she has I think part of that, is, and I think part of that's the booking because I feel like, I always felt like Ronda should have kind of been booked like a Brock Lesnar type of star where kind of a special attraction and not, not a weekly character. Cause I feel like her weaknesses get exposed as a weekly character. Right. Um, so I, you know, I, I felt like it instantly gave it a jolt to the women's division. So in, in that sense, and I, and I feel like, you know, every now and then it's cool to do a surprise like that. So you, you, you just never know, you know, what's going to happen. The unpredictability in wrestling. It's, a, it's just a neat thing. Yeah. So I, it was, so I liked it. It was, it was everywhere. I liked it too. Like, please don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. I, I liked it. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel Charlotte. Now the question is Raj. See, this is a crazy thing about it. You know, you're trying to piece all these things together. Charlotte Flair is the champion. Is she going to hold it till mania? And if she does hold it till mania, who do you ever see fighting? Who, who do you see her facing at, at a WrestleMania? If it was up to you. I think the biggest possible match at, at WrestleMania would be if they did, decided to do, if they decided to keep the men's titles unified. Right. And then they decided to do the same with the women's titles to unify them. And you have Bianca versus Charlotte. That would that's, be, that's a, that's, that's a WrestleMania type of match in LA. That's a big deal. And I've been wanting that for a while to have a unification for the women's division and unify these titles and having just one title and have it go from both Raw to SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, you know, the, the only criticism I've had with them unifying the men's titles is that Roman isn't on Raw enough. And uh, because, right. I, but then again, it's not like the Raw ratings have hurt from last year when they did have a world champion on. But I just think the world champion, if it's unified, they should be on both shows, um, you know, pretty equally. And, you know, you could have arranged the schedules that way. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm all for unifying the titles as well, as long as, you know, that they can appear on both shows like the Usos have been doing. Yeah, I think it's something that should be uh, in consideration. Um, WrestleMania. Um, what's going on with it, man? Like, there's, there's a lot of talk going on with WrestleMania. I heard a rumor that Gunther and Brock Lesnar might be a possibility. Um, that's one of the matches that I kind of fantasy booked months ago. And I think uh, Gunther defending the title against a Brock Lesnar and beating a Brock Lesnar will really establish Gunther as the next big thing, quote unquote, in WWE. And I would really love uh, for Gunther to, I would say, beat the Honky Talk Man's record. I know that's a very long time, but I'm in this mindset with the champions um, that we need champions that have long reigns like Roman Reigns because when they lose the title eventually, it's going to be a big deal and it's going to draw a lot of buzz, um, not only in the wrestling community, but uh, pop culture uh, when they eventually lose. What, what do you say about um, the mindset that uh, we need champions to have longer reigns instead of just going three, four months with the championships in pro wrestling, including AEW? I agree 100 percent. And I feel like whenever you do have that, whether it's WWE or AEW, it does mean a lot more when they lose and um and it helps build the star that beats them that much more so i agree 100 percent on that i in general i don't like the world champion 
me the world champion needs to assess in the division. So I don't like them losing non-title matches or, uh, you know, taking the fall in a tag team match to build a, a future world title match. If you're the champion, stay protected. Right. No one pins you. So when finally someone does, it means that much more. It's important, you know? Um, so about Roman Reigns, WrestleMania, what, what do you see going on here, man? You know, you might I, just just put on your fan hat for a second. Well, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think Roman really is going to face The Rock or is he going to face Cody? I think the right opponent should be Cody Rhodes. I think Cody should be the guy to defeat Roman in the rain. And, you know, Roman can kind of do whatever he wants to do after there, after WrestleMania. I mean, if I had the decision, if The Rock was available, I'm I'm definitely doing The Rock just because that's a dream match. You know, that's no, 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 definitely. Yes, for sure. Yeah, but you know, you got to remember that Rock theoretically, well, not theoretically, he's going to be running a football league um, <laughs> a couple months as well. Yeah, that's towards WrestleMania, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, he, he's super, bu- super busy. Uh, yeah, the, it launches in April, so okay. Um, you can't underestimate how busy the Rock is. He did have kind of an off year this past year. Um, just with Black Adam not doing that well. Uh, yeah, it did Rock pretty bad. Moving to Friday nights and it's not doing well. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, he's got a, you know, he's still got a bunch of big movies coming up. Um, it looks like Black Adam, he's not returning to that role for a while, but he's still got, you know, San Andreas 2 and, and uh, Jungle Cruise 2 and, and a bunch of other stuff. So it all depends on his schedule. And, he, you know, obviously he's pretty much figured out this month. If he does it, that's that's the match, and I, I think one match for Roman Reigns, and it's uh it's against The Rock, and obviously if he can't do it, then then it's Cody. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I know everything's being jumbled up right now. Um, let's end it with uh, AEW. Um, I thought the production last night was fantastic. It looked great. It had a sports like uh, presentation. I love the look of the commentary. Uh, the graphics look great. I know people were making fun of AEW because they have red and blue. They look like Raw and SmackDown. Uh, that's just nitpicking there. Um, well, what do you think about AEW? Where do you see them going this year? Um, because one of my one of my friends was talking about AEW and having this year really being really important for AEW because I know they have their you know TV rights coming up. And I just really want them to stop with all uh, the BS, all the, the backstage drama, and, and just kind of have fun again like they did when they first started off. Yeah, I thought, I thought the show looked great. Uh, you know, I did see, you know, I could, I could see the people comparing the stage look to WWE, but at the same time, it still, it, it enhanced their look. And I like that they didn't, do a lot of the stuff WWE does at ringside or in the ring as far, you know, as, far as putting LED posts and LEDs on, on the ring apron. Yeah. LEDs now, you know, on the, on the barricades. Uh, so, the, you know, the, the ringside area still looked the same, but the, the stage looked just, just uh, you know, more like a big deal. It made, it made it look like more mainstream production. But the lighting seemed better. Again, I don't know if it's because they had such a big crowd that they just lit it better uh, than they usually do, but uh, production wise, I thought the show looked awesome. And I think, um, you know, really, I feel like the last four weeks have been the best string of dynamite episodes they've had since, 
uh, the first quarter of last year. Um, I think them focusing on their talent, not having all these ROH titles all over the places. Um, right. All over the places. It, it just feels more focused now. Uh, their storylines seem to be have already gotten better. This Daniel Bryan MJF, you know, match is not happening to a revolution theoretically. And that match has already had a better build, in my opinion, than any of the AEW world title matches last year. So, um, yeah, I think they're, they, they really seem like they're, they're figuring out, uh, their niche. They had their ROH distractions and some other stuff, but I feel like, you know, it just feels way more focused. And I feel like it's been a much better show. Um, do you think Tony Khan should stop, uh, signing former WWE talent this year and just strictly focus on his roster and making them happy? Well, I think it depends. If it's someone that can really help out and they seem like really um, enthused about coming in, like let's say if it was Mercedes, I think that would be a no-brainer to sign her. She oh, definitely. wants to come in for, for long-term and, and she's someone that could really help and she seems she, she seemed enthusiastic about you know helping build a company. But if it's someone that just got released, that's just looking for a job that you know doesn't seem gung-ho about the company right then i don't think you should sign them and i don't think you should just sign anyone i agree i feel like they have such a loaded roster that focus on difference makers if you're going to sign new people otherwise you know focus on your current talent and um you know uh, you're going to have a lot of contracts coming up in the next year or two and i just want to create that core group of stars and, and elevate others and see who's working see who isn't but really focus on your focus on your roster um i want to end it with this uh last question um i would like for you to give me an answer so um who do you see winning the women's world rumble and who do you see winning the men's world rumble if you had to take a guess men's royal rumble uh cody uh women's rear ripley right now okay i agree i'm i'm in the same boat uh raj i appreciate it brother thank you so much this is an honor and a privilege to have you on um i know i'm an up-and-coming podcast but being able to get somebody like you on my show is really gonna intensify it so uh thank you so much man uh godspeed god bless and uh where can they find you on social media uh first off thank you jordan i really appreciate it and this was really fun to do uh they can find me on twitter at uh, the raj Geary. And also me and uh, Jack Farmer, who, uh, you know, we, we did the Wrestling podcast, wrestling Inc. podcast a lot. We've also been doing just some, uh, some videos for fun. Just looking back at, I've been spending decades investing. So just, you know, talking about finance and just, in, just investment things, tips that I've used in the past that have worked. And uh, you can find that at youtube.com slash at practical money. It's called practical money. And uh, again, it's not financial advice. It's just stuff I've done in the past and, and uh, yeah, it's just something fun we're doing on the side. That's cool, man. I, I that's that's some good stuff. Um, thank you again, man. And uh, you have a great rest of your day. All right. All right. You too. Take care. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye. 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 All right, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Quick interview with Rod Gary, uh, founding father of Wrestling Inc. Um, man, we're gonna kill it this year. We're gonna kill it this year, you guys. Um. If you guys missed my AEW Dynamite post-show review and analysis, uh, along with New Japan Pro Wrestling, I did both uh, reviews on last night's show. 
So if you guys missed that, check it out on all audio podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and most importantly, iHeartRadio. Uh, please write the podcast five stars on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Uh, follow me on Twitter at JT Takeover and on Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover. Uh, Raj did a great job. It was a great conversation. Just chill. Two great minds talking pro wrestling, that passion. And um, I'm looking to do the article uh, either today or tomorrow. Um, so I'll tap in and let you guys know about uh, the article that I will be dropping either, like I said, today or tomorrow on discusspw.com first article of the year coming soon um and that's all i got for you guys today so thank you guys so much for tapping in and tuning in to the wrestling takeover podcast um the most creative and honest podcast in the iwc this has been the wrestling takeover and i'm your host jordan turner officially signing off you guys have a great thursday